I'd like to thank uh, Deputy Shanahan and all of his colleagues in the regional group for giving us the opportunity to discuss this very important issue. I think in my constituency, like his, in all of their constituencies, uh, Deputy Berry's, Deputy Lowry's, small businesses are under pressure, in particular hospitality businesses. I want to focus a little bit on Clare. They're under pressure for two reasons. Uh, one of the government's making, one not of the government's making. Uh, the government have increased the costs on small businesses, increasing the national minimum wage, etc. They will say that's only fair to keep pace with inflation, and indeed people have to be paid to keep pace with inflation. However, they're not able to, small businesses are not able to pass that on to consumers because there are less consumers. Because the, the majority of the hotel rooms across North Clare and West Clare, which is the, where most of hospitality businesses are based, are filled with Ukrainians fleeing um, the, 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 the situation in Ukraine. Now, that's not, to be very clear, that's not the fault of the Ukrainians, it's not, not the fault of the government either. But the government has to bear that in mind and has to introduce measures because the, the, the increase in the VAT rate from 9 to 13.5% effect, effectively stripped out the margins of those hospitality businesses. And they are, if you go from Bell Harbour all the way down the coast and in to Ballinacalli, they are the major employers and their margins are gone. So I'd ask that the government revisit this VAT issue, even if, even if it's only for counties or parts of counties where such a large proportion of the bed numbers are taken up by Ukrainians because they're taking a huge hit. I also want to mention other businesses, that's farming businesses. They may not be considered to be SMEs, but they are small businesses and they're under huge pressure because like the hospitality sector, their costs have risen dramatically in the past two years, but the price they're getting for their product hasn't increased. It fell precipitously last year with regard to milk. It's stabilized with regard to beef, but it's not meeting, it's not rising to match the cost of inputs. And again, their margins are gone. People can't operate without profits. Minister, Thank you very much. say we have about 16 minutes left, so if perhaps we could share it. Uh, I'll try my best, Gerlich. There's, there's a lot to respond to. Because this is repeatedly happening here in the House. Understanding orders, the party that moves the private member's motion has the last 10 minutes, it's sacrosanct. And that's protected. So we have 10 minutes, whatever way the time wants to be divided up, but that's the, the standing orders. I've already provided guidance. advice, thank well, you. privately and publicly, Minister, on a number of I'll occasions. Thank you. Well, I will, but the government's only getting 20 minutes in a two hour debate, uh, so that also needs to be looked at. Um, can I thank the regional group for proposing it, uh, this motion? Uh, today, and I want to particularly acknowledge the fact that many of you are actually business people and bring practical knowledge, uh, unlike some of the suggestions we have today. Um, I think it's really important to suggest, to say, that the government has been incredibly attentive to business needs uh, over the years. We've introduced many measures for firms, most affected by the changes, and it was already referred to by Deputy Nash, the range of challenges that face business uh, since 2016. And we've assisted commercial rights drivers, in particular in the context of COVID, rates drivers, restart grants, small business assistance schemes, then in the context of energy, which is being referred to, temporary business energy support schemes, Ukraine enterprise scheme, and other schemes. So we have shown to be incredibly flexible. We've also completely reformed the environment in within which insurance operates. And we've reformed the profile of risk to the extent that insurance companies should now be providing discounts. 
And I agree with those deputies who said the situation is not resolved. It is not resolved. The government does not see it as resolved. But we are committed to holding the insurance industry's feet to the fire to pass on the benefit of the reductions in the context of the profile of risk directly to profile holders. Uh, and I, working with Minister Karen McNeill, are working on that. We're working to expand the range of options, but most importantly, to ensure that the work that was done by every member of this House uh, in this space is passed on to, um, passed on to businesses and to homeowners. Uh, warehouse taxing changes have been dismissed here today as something minor. They are quite significant in the context of interest being reduced and in the context of the changes by Minister McGrath. Work permits have been expanded and made more flexible. So, you know, there's quite a lot happening, uh, in the context of the current crisis. In the context of the reduced 9% VAT, many people today made proposals that there will be time-limited responses and time-limited measures. The 9% VAT reduction was initially supposed to be a time-limited measure. In the context of the most recent reduction, it was replied, the reduction was applied from the 1st of November 2020 to the 31st of August 2023. The total estimated cost to reduce hospitality and tourism VAT measure during that time was 1.2 billion euro. It was made clear at the time that the government's intention was for no further extension. But for those, and particularly those who are every week coming in here, agreeing with every single private business motion, can, you ask, can I ask them to point out where will we get the additional 1.2 billion euro from? Uh, there are groups coming in here every week signing up at every issue as if money was no end. That's not a particularly business-focused way of doing it. We are focused on introducing a number of schemes, and there's been much criticism of some of the administrative burden on schemes. The increased cost of business scheme is being designed in a manner to get money quickly to businesses and will invest over 250 million euro in small businesses over the coming quarter. The department are finalising the arrangements of that scheme and we are working hard to get that money out to the smallest of businesses. And we have changed it uh, from budget day in response to feedback. I also want to point to other issues. The extension of the 9% VAT rate on gas and electricity has been uh, extended by 12 months to the end of October 2024. That will assist some of the pressures on businesses as a result of rising energy. And we also increased the VAT registration thresholds on goods and services on budget day, which will take many businesses away from administrative and cost burdens in the current period. The temporary excise reductions apply to auto diesel, to petrol and to mark gas oil, which is also due to expire on 31st of October 2023, are being extended until the end of March 24. There are a wide range of supports available to smaller businesses through local enterprise offices and also through Enterprise Ireland and through the Rosnagelta, which has been referred to by some deputies here. Our department are very aware and very in touch with the pressures on business at the moment. We are engaging in forums regularly with hospitality, with small business, um, the enterprise forum and the retail forum, and we are constantly engaged with them around the pressures. We also have to operate within a budget and within the parameters of a budget which was laid down here last October. We will continue to engage with business, we will continue to support business as we have through the most incredibly challenging of times uh, in the term of this government. This government stood by business, we stood supports up and we will continue to do so. Grand